Are you struggling in your faith? Are you pretending you're happy, but stuck in a spiritual rut? Are you tired of listening to famous pastors and preachers who make it sound so easy? Welcome to Broken Catholic, the number one Protestant and Catholic voice in America. I talk about the important things that nobody else is talking about, like how to align with God's plan for your life, because I believe this is where 90% of Christians get stuck. And I tackle the negative self-talk that we all secretly struggle with, but won't admit. My guests are brave Protestants and Catholics who share their struggles, their fears, and their daily holy habits that help them win in their spiritual lives. I'm your host, your coach, your friend, Joseph Warren. I'm also a broken Catholic and former atheist and a spiritual coach to Christian business owners and CEOs who are married with children. This show was created for you, the broken Catholic, who's pushing to get your spouse, your kids, and yourself to heaven. Wherever you are in your spiritual journey, you're just one surrender prayer away. Today, my featured guest is Joe Condit. He's an entrepreneur from a big Catholic family, grew up in Cincinnati, Ohio. He is the founder of catholicspeakers.com. If you're in the Catholic space, you've probably heard of this. Maybe you get their emails in your inbox, catholicspeakers.com, the largest Catholic-focused speaking agency and network in the world, utilized by event organizers all over the globe to book the best faith-based speakers for events. Now, as a response to COVID-19, he founded InspireWord.com, a live broadcast via social media platforms consisting of 30-minute interviews with Christian world leaders. Its goal is to freely spread a faith-based message of hope and encouragement for all that watch. And boy, oh boy, BC Nation, do we need that right now. I know some of you right now are struggling deeply with this uh, instability, this lack of control of everything around you that you thought you had control over. So we need encouragement. Condit is a serial entrepreneur with investments and holdings in an array of companies ranging across various industries, including food service, precious metals, real estate, technology, and media and marketing. He was awarded the Business Award 40 Under 40 in 2011 and has been nationally recognized as a key business influencer in several of the industries he is involved with. Condit was born and raised in Cincinnati, Ohio, and hails from Austin, Texas. Joe Condit, thank you for being on Broken Catholic today. Uh, Go ahead and fill in some of the gaps in that intro, would you? Yeah, (laughs) that sounds like you covered it pretty well, Joseph. Thanks for having me on. It's it's a real pleasure for you to uh, take the time to actually have me on your podcast and congrats on all the success you've had with it. And, and you know, you're in the, the spiritual battle. We're all just trying to bring souls closer to Christ and that's what it's all about. But yeah, I, you know, the one thing I love to focus on, there's two things I tell people. I brag about my friends and I brag about my family. And that's the only thing you ever hear me brag about. I come from great stock. You know, my family infused the Catholic faith into me uh, since birth. And, uh, you know, I have the typical reversion story, kind of went on to college, fell away for a long time, experiencing the world, and then got into business, uh, got a couple lucky breaks, uh, got involved with some really smart people. And, uh, you know, as an effort to try and give back in my own way to to what God blessed me with at a very young age, I started CatholicSpeakers.com, which then was known as CMGBooking.com. We bought Catholic Speakers from an arm and an affiliate of Lighthouse Catholic Media. 
and uh, you know, then became and uh, was on the track to become the largest Catholic speaking focused network in the world, which we are now today. So, by the grace of God, I take no no uh, uh, you know personal achievement there. I, I believe God really had His hand on it the entire time. My middle sister, I'm one of six kids. My middle sister, start, you are too. Yeah, <laughs> we, we kind of probably felt that right when we first started talking. That's right. Um, I mean, you immediately got to learn people and learn how to deal with them right out That's of the right. gate, right? So it's, you can always tell people from a big family, which is the way God intended it. Um, but my middle sister, Christina, started speaking as a high schooler to other high schoolers about self-esteem, respecting yourself, purity, hmm. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I realized that she uh, needed some back office help at some point as she grew and grew and became more popular. And then I thought there's got to be a lot more people like her out there. Well, lo and behold, fast forward, that's 14 years ago about today. We're now representing over 500, no, not five, 400 Christina's on our way to 500 very quickly with how many people are in our hopper trying to get in the group. So it's just been an incredible experience, you know, and then uh, fast forward to the end of the movie and get into whatever you want to talk about. Um, as a response to COVID-19, we started an Inspire Word dot com uh, an inspire series to inspire people and just give them messages of faith messages of hope during these uh these really weird times you know where folks are facing challenges where literally three months ago they had no idea what they'd be facing you know losing jobs or what have you so uh we're bringing on a lot of faith-based leaders like yourself as uh, a guest and just coming on and giving real facetime style personal stories and people are just absolutely loving it and you know and we've captured a global audience now and in, in less than two months after we started it so it's been very very beneficial mm. Well, I think you covered the whole story, so I think we're done here. Uh, <laughs> I think that was two minutes. Well done. That's what you get for having an Irish Italian on. Yeah, <laughs> you bring on an Irish Italian and he steals your shell. That's just how it happens. Okay. So, Joe, let's dig in a little bit here um, because it really comes down to what has God been doing in your life along the way? And you spoke real briefly about reversion and how you were raised in a good Catholic home and then you did the, the college track and maybe pulled away. Walk us through that story. Take us back there just for a moment. We won't spend that long there, but uh, I think that's, that's an important ingredient uh, in your life, in your spiritual journey. So sure. paint us a picture of that. What well, happened? I, I had a very interesting upbringing and uh, you know, Joseph, the fact that you have given me the opportunity to be on your show, I'm not going to hold back. I'm happy to talk about uh, folks would be, very interested to know that, you know, from, from kindergarten all the way through uh, eighth, let's see, ninth grade, I was at the school I attended, um, given the ability to attend mass every single day. I also grew up uh, serving Latin mass. So uh, the, the, the mass that served the church for 500 years before it was changed. So I was hammered, hammered in, you know, from a military style, the Catholic faith, which is now I know why the church does that. It's the beauty of it because when you go out into the real world, like I did, uh, ended up going to a, a, a public university at, in Ohio called Miami of Ohio, very, very well respected university from an academic standpoint, but obviously not much focus on the Catholic faith or religion in general. So going there, uh, I just became like, you know, the, the normal story of most dudes. You, you, your faith starts falling behind on the priority you may or may not make it to church on Sunday. You know, you're out just really focused on trying to, oh, how can I uh, figure out how to become the next Bill Gates? You know, um, 
and uh, you kind of as a young kid you know you're in your 20s you know late teens early 20s you're just trying to focus on what the world tells you is going to make you happy so uh there took several different instances that kind of made me revert back um to my faith uh, the first one was uh you know like i was discussing my sister christina uh well that wasn't the first one that was actually the, the kind of simultaneous my sister christina started talking and speaking and she inspired me to kind of take a look at the faith again um but really what happened to me was a uh, long story short the first business i started uh, was in off-campus real estate and i was very lucky to get a uh, investment from a, a well-known investor slash businessman during that time and we uh we ended up coming up against what allegedly was the largest ponzi scheme in american business history only to be beat by bernie madoff two months later so with that happening i got a call from the fbi and cia at the same time telling me that the united states of america is suing the group that i was a part of and if i lie to them they will get so deep into my life that they will repo that pepsi i bought last year so not only did i lose everything but I was also looking at jail time because as an executive and officer of the company I had, my position was going to be the same as everyone else's. Oh, I didn't know that was happening. How many times do you hear CEOs say that? Oh, I didn't know my people were doing that. Too bad, kid. Your money was being moved illegally. You're going to jail. So uh, luckily, uh, we weren't a part, you know, our, our money, our funds were not a part of it. And now to give you a backstory, our, our company was part of a conglomerate that I think owned over 150 companies at its peak. And what had happened when my, all my bank accounts were frozen is it forced me to go back to live with my father. And lo and behold, Joe had to pretend he was going to church the entire time. Now living with my good Catholic uh, father and a um, uh, guy who has taught me to have morals, a guy who's taught me to stand for truth no matter what, a guy who has taught me uh, just many things. Uh, his, his whole life has been dedicated to the church and God and, you know, and, and everything worldly second. So in doing so, I started going back to church, started reading, and it was an eight month period where we were in this incredible investigation. And I realized now looking back, that was God's way of giving everything to a kid and taking it away right away and saying, you're just not doing what I intended with. And, um, that really, really made me grow up very quickly. I mean, I can't tell you when you're getting letters at your home saying the United States of America versus you, um, you know, it, it, it captures you and you never forget something like that. Um, and so, Joe, I'd like to jump in right there. And yeah. What was going on on the inside spiritually um, in your relationship with God at that point in your life? Now, I, I get the, the outward situation. You're at home. You're completely in a situation that's outside of your control. You're getting the letters from the United States government. Uh, you're, you're with dad, right? You're going to, you're kind of forced back into church life. But what was happening in your relationship on the inside? Were, you, were there any angry prayers at God? Why is this happening? So take us on the inside. Yeah, no, I, more of, I started realizing that I just lost all, all sight of and focus on what this world is about. And this world is about getting to heaven and being a good servant for Christ as you're on earth. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm in my early twenties. I mean, that's why I, when I say this, I want to speak to the, the young entrepreneurs, female, male, whoever in, in their early twenties, um, don't lose focus on what's important. And that's your faith. You know, that's basically, I just got obsessed with you know, I just uh, want to do what the world tells me is going to make me happy. 
make a million dollars and I'll be the happiest guy in the world. Well, you know, that's, it's just, you lose spiritual, you know, your spiritual focus along the way. None of it's worth anything. And it's all very, uh, it can be taken away overnight, you know, like mine was. So, uh, inside I just literally just became lazy and, you know, was going to church every now and then. Uh, and it just, my church or my focus was business. And, uh, in hindsight, it was just a terrible mistake to, you know, prioritize things in that nature. Mm. I mean, there's so many similarities to my own story here, but I, I, this isn't about me. This is about you. Um, so I really get where you were at and, uh, you know, just what the world promises, um, is all the shiny stuff that supposedly is going to make us happy. And then for a few of us, we chase it and we're, we're ruthless in our, in our pursuit of it and we get it and we get to this place of, I got it. Why am I still miserable? Why am I unhappy? Why am I still lonely? Mm -hmm. What did you do with those types of feelings at that point? Um, you know, I made the mistake of trying to dig deeper in them. And I think that's a mistake that a lot of people make. They think, well, this enough isn't enough. I need more, I need more. I got to keep going. I got to keep hammering home. I got to keep, stay focused. You know, it's, it's, it's right there. I see it. And when you're chasing that kind of worldly pleasure, it's never there. You'll never have enough. Uh, you'll never reach a point. Have you ever heard anybody say, oh, I got to figure it out. I'm the happiest person in the world. No, it's people that have made their spirituality, their faith, their Christianity, the focus of their life. And what I found is they have peace. They have uh, calmness about them. They still have as many problems as the next person. But I figured the success in life, or with my experience so far, is being able to deal with hardship and being able to stay calm and trusting in God during those times. We're all going to experience them. Nobody on this earth does not, you know, doesn't have problems. But it's those that have mastered prayer and being able to stay in their mind with God when they're going through those hard times, then the good times are even better. Because life's like a roller coaster. It's literally, it's, it's nobody's on top at all times. Nobody's on bottom at all times. All we can do is try and do the will of God. You know, from what I learned from all those experiences. And as long as you're on his path to do his will, uh, that the best your ability, he'll steer you in the right direction. Mm, praise God for that. So let's bring it back to present day. And here you are. Um, you find yourself, you're 38 years old. You're running the largest Catholic speaking agency in the world. Uh, you just started this Inspire Word, uh, really reaching people in their pain right now during COVID-19. Um, how do you feel God moving in your life right now? Where is he showing up? Where are you cooperating with him? You know, I did, we all can cooperate with him uh, uh, more. That's, that's one to my message about the world, that enough isn't enough. Well, with God also enough is never enough. We should always strive to serve him better, serve him more, work hard at it. Like when we were kids trying to be the next, you know, Michael Jordan or whatever your dream was, you worked at it every day. You know, um, I see God working most recently in the inspire word series. We started the phone calls I've made. It's been the easiest, one of the easiest projects in my life actually to get a hold of these faith-based leaders or the relationships we already have who we represent speaking, you know, and book them for speaking everyone just said yes. And it was kind of a thought in my head, like, man, this is way easier than I anticipated. You know, uh, the amount of, uh, first of all, the caliber of guests we've had on. Uh, and then secondly, 
the messages that come out during it. You know, uh, we've had one of the more prominent, uh, one, one that sticks out of my mind was one of the more prominent women's uh, speakers across the country, Teresa Tamio. She's also the, uh, mm-hmm. you know, international, you know who she is, maybe, okay. probably. Internationally acclaimed author, public speaker, you name it. You know, she came on Inspire Word the same day she buried her mother. And she just gave this unbelievable testimony where she ended up crying and you could just tell through the feed because we do every interview live. So it allows people to interact with their favorite mm-hmm. public figure. Um, you can just tell through the feed people were also probably crying. And I mean, it was just unbelievable. And that's why we did it, you know, to inspire folks that look, no matter how hard it gets, no matter how much you're hurting, God is there. And that's when you got to lean on him more. Um, recently I was on a show where someone gave me a great quote. I can't remember which one it was, but they said to me, you know, lean on Christ so hard that if he moves, you fall. And that, that stuck with me. Mm. I know you've had, uh, people like Christophonic on, um, I had him on the show as well. He's become a good friend. And, and like you said, Teresa, uh, Tamio, and, um, what do you see in these individuals that hit this height of success? Uh, and it's in the Catholic space. Um, yet you see them struggling with the same thing that people in not their, their space are struggling with. Uh, what do you see as the, the commonality across uh, all of it that we're all like struggling with right now? What's, what's that big pain point? It's a spiritual battle. Nobody is immune to it. And um, it's a great question too, Joseph, because there's a couple of examples that come to mind. One of which, and I can talk about it because it's public. He made a video about it. Uh, Father Leo Padalinghug. Uh, we rep- we, I've worked with Father and booking his speaking. We represent him at catholicspeakers.com for probably over 13 years, 12, 11 you know, years around mm-hmm. there. He recently had a podcast episode like this where it didn't go as well, didn't go as planned. And uh, he ended up saying some things that he wished he didn't say. And he came out afterwards and, you know, gave a, a public video about talking about what had happened. And I just thought that was so incredible to see a priest who we all admire. We all, those are our generals, our spiritual leaders, a priest who showed that, hey, we're human as well. And sometimes we mess up. But when we mess up, we have to be Christ-like and, um, you know, admit it and then address it and make it better. And, uh, you know, that's, that's one thing where I, I kind of found uh, that's a great example of the commonality that the, you know, who downstairs, I don't speak his name, does not want stuff like this happening, what you're doing right now. He has one goal. He's not, he doesn't even sleep probably, you know, he's got, you have to remember he's, he's the, uh, s- smartest thing, uh, God created according to our teachings, Right. And he's not waking up every day at how am I going to do another startup or how do I make the next million bucks? Like his focus is getting souls to hell, plain and simple. He's only got a matter of time and we all know how this is going to end. So he's going to tempt you with everything that, you know, that he gets at you. Now I'll get real deep with you if you want to, because I don't care. I, I know a lot of people are going to watch this, but man, that guy runs a Catholic speakers bureau. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not perfect. Um, I have, uh, I'm kind of a dork. I've never done any drugs. I've never even really smoked weed, believe it or not. But my, my temptation through life has been like any dudes, you know, uh, what is the most beautiful thing on earth that God created, you know, girls. So going through college and, you know, being a single person, it, it's a challenge out there. I mean, everywhere you turn around, the, you know, the, you know, who is uh, trying to tempt both genders, uh, both sides of the coin 
on, uh, you know, not living out the way Christ has, has laid the blueprint for us to live. So um, there's a lot of ways to combat that. You know, there's a lot of incredible people out there. Jason Everett, we just had on, he talks about purity and, you know, dating and all that. So if anyone is struggling with that, please go and buy his books. And of course, you can find all kinds of resources on CatholicSpeakers.com with speakers. But I, I just see a commonality of um, spiritual battle. No one's immune to it. And the you know who knows our weaknesses, and he tries to hit you where it hurts. Mm. I know for me uh, personally, I just got married last year. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you, brother. <laughs> and we just had our first daughter. God oh. blessed us on wedding night. We conceived her. And, uh, you know, I'm 44 years old. I've had a lot of years of screw-ups. I've had a lot of years of poor decision-making, a lot of rebellion from God's best for me. So I get what you're saying right now. No. And I 99% get- 99% of guys do, right? They right. do. I get the single life. It was a year ago, <laughs> like just for perspective. And I get how vastly different my life looks today from just a year ago. And it all happened through what I call spiritual surrender. And it was me taking all the things I was trying to control in my life, both external and internal, all the things I'm working on, right? Guys love to say that, oh, I'm working on it, or I need to work on it. And that was the very thing that was causing all the problems was I was trying to fix it rather than surrender it to God. Speak to us about that in your own life. Where have you had to spiritually surrender uh, to God in order to have that fruit, fruitfulness of God come through you? That's a great question. I mean, it's, it's um, wow. Uh, I had to uh, really humble myself and realize that, you know, I go to a, a, a Monsignor. I'm in Austin, Texas. And, and why I say that, I apologize, because apparently the sun has shifted as the summer has gone. So you can see it all over my face. Um, I go to a Monsignor in San Antonio, who I, he's become my confessor. Incredible priest, was a war priest. And I realized I started confessing the same sins every time I go see him. So I had to challenge myself, Joe, are you really sorry about what you're doing here? You know, uh, and talk to him about it. And uh, he gave me a lot of the old Catholic, Catholic uh, weapons, which I believe have been lost. You know, I saw one of the questions that we may discuss today, the, the division and why people are divided. And I think it starts with leadership, just like any company. I think the Catholic Church is failing itself. Now, specifically Catholic, of course, you know, I want to talk about Christianity in general. But as a Catholic, where this relates to me is your, your question. Um, I had to get back to the basics. And that's how I surrendered. What are the basics? Saying the rosary every day. I mean, when was the last time you heard that at the pulpit? Or even more... Wearing your scapular, which Our Lady gave two things when little uh, Francisco, when Our Lady appeared at Fatima, he asked, how do I get to heaven? How do I get to heaven? You know what she said? Do you, do you know what her response was? Not off the top of my head. It was pray the rosary and wear your scapular. Our blessed mother, right? The, the mother of God, the human being God chose, God the Almighty chose to give birth to Christ didn't say go to mass or make sure you make a church. Even though that's also required, 
but her, and it isn't like she forgot that, like she was ascending back into heaven. Oh, I forgot to tell him to go to, no. She knew that there was going to be spiritual battles like this that we're talking about. And the thing that you have access to at all times, because, you know, the church has gone through persecution forever where the priests weren't, weren't available or sacraments weren't available. Say your rosary, wear your scapular. And those are the two things my grandmother, uh, both my grandmothers actually always taught us kids growing up. And when I got back to those practices, that surrender to make time for those things, that's when I started seeing an improvement in my spiritual life. And it's just like lifting weights. You can't go to the gym and just stand there and look around and be like, all right, I'm here. No, you actually got to lift some weights, do violence on your body to break it down, and then it builds back stronger. So when it comes to surrender, I had to go back to the basics. And that's the beauty of the faith. Like Christ didn't make it hard. The truth is hard. Few will accept it, and few will enter the gates. And that haunts me. But he made it very easy to understand. He made the blueprint. And, um, you know, those, just those two practices, which I could talk about for forever, were, were how I surrendered. Thank you for sharing those. And like you said, it, it's simple. It's not easy. So many of us, especially us men, I think uh, we look at those Mary type weapons and we don't see strength in that. We, we think to ourselves, that's not going to work. I, I got to work. I got to do it. I got to fix it. I got to stop my porn addiction. I got to go fix my marriage or fix my wife or fix my kids or fix my finances. We get stuck in this self-reliance, I think, rather than God-reliance. Mm -hmm. How did you, first off, did you wrestle with that, what I'm talking about, um, before you made that, that shift and that surrender? Um, and how did you make that transition? How did you let go and just trust that these Mary weapons are going to actually work? Yeah. And it's, it's, it's something you can't explain. Uh, you have to just do it because it's, if you ask me to try and explain to you how it's affected me, all I can say is it helped improve my spiritual life and things started happening to me. Things were easier to overcome. Uh, it's kind of like almost trying to explain to somebody how to ride a bike. Think about that. Legitimately, how would you explain riding a bike? I mean, where the body is holding a bike. I mean, when you think about that, that's, that in and of itself is somewhat of a miracle that anybody can do it. You can't, you can't really, because you have to go do it. You just have to understand the concept, but then you go do it. And then when you do it, it's something you can't explain. Um, it's the, the, the prayer was again, like the, the spiritual um, upbringing or, or uplifting uh, situation where you had a spiritual weights, like in a weight room, like I said, and you know, it, it just, things started becoming easier. The temptations started becoming, uh, uh, you know, avoiding them. First of all, you started understand, I started understanding better how to just avoid them. Um, how I transitioned into it to your second question was I just started really easy. You know, I literally started with three Hail Marys a day because taking time to say a 15 minute rosary by myself was almost impossible. I mean, Nobody can really get in cold turkey. You got to kind of get a plan for yourself. You know, whether it's a, an, our father a day, just start there, make, then make it two, then make it three. And then I started getting into a uh, full rosary. Now, do I say the rosary daily like I'm supposed to? No, I forget or I get busy and I make excuses. Still, absolutely. But uh, I'm doing much better than I did when I was at a college. I'll tell you that. <laughs> and that's what I want to say to, you know, the Joe uh, back in college. Like, keep your faith at your forefront. Keep your faith 
uh, still make sure you make it to church on time, no matter how late you were out the last night and, and uh, still make sure that's a priority because it's only, only a path to destruction and only a path to despair and sadness. If you don't, what is the, the number one uh, piece of feedback that you receive? And I know it's not easy probably to sum it all up into one thing, but um, try to find the pattern uh, in what you hear from your audiences uh, with Inspire Word. Um, what, is, what is that pattern uh, that people are struggling most right now in their spiritual journey? Yeah, they, they forget that in the darkest times that God is there even more. You know, people just really focus on the hardship they're going through at the time. And they think, you know, why is this happening to me? And, and why, how could God let this happen if he's an all-merciful God and happy? Sorry. Um, we got Amber Alerts going off, of course. Again, the you-know-who just sending, even though <laughs> um, it's, it's a... Uh, it's a situation where in Inspire Word, people have just accepted that uh, there's a much, a much bigger uh, being than us, that this, this world has to, there has to be more than just having the, the problems that we have right here in our face. And the inspirations and the um, messages that all these speakers give that come on the show really touch everybody in different ways. It's a sto one story, but it touches and they can relate to it. And you can see that everyone is actually have, in, in a way, has the same struggles, you know, has the same challenges in life, whether that be with their family or addiction or what, what have you. So that's one thing that a common, uh, you know, a common thread that we found through InspireWord that um, uh, has really touched people along with the fact that we do it live and they can interact with questions and they also feel like they're on FaceTime with their, you know, with their uh, respective, respective people. Yeah, their favorite Catholic hero or faith-based hero. Joe, share with us the, your top three spiritual insights, spiritual strategies, spiritual tips for my listener right now, um, especially if they're in the, you know, they're a beginner uh, when it comes to prayer. Uh, what are your three top tips or strategies for them to to really cultivate that inner um, that inner spiritual life? Uh, and, and really grow deeper in relationship with God. What do you sure. have for them? Sure. I, I, uh, I, first, first, for Catholicism, number one, uh, frequent confession as much as you can. I mean, everything we talked about today can be solved with those graces. Again, you can't explain it. When you go to a Catholic priest and confess to God, uh, you're not confessing to the priest. You're confessing to God the Almighty for your sins. That priest, however, since you can't directly talk, and, and, you know, you can talk to yourself. Um, that priest acts as like a, a weight, back to the weight analogy, he acts as a trainer. And he's been trained to give you advice on specific things you're struggling with. So number one, confession. Number two, your daily rosary. And number three, Catholics, you should wear your scapular. So we went through those three things. You start doing those three practices, you will become extremely fit. Just like if we're talking about physical fitness. If you start running every day, do this, do that, you, your body will change. So there you have it. It's that simple. Those are the things that work for me. For a, a broader message to Christianity, um, pray as much as you possibly can. Ask for God's truth. Ask for his will every day. Start your day saying, God, please, your will be done. Please help me in everything I do that your will be done. 
that's a prayer that was hard for me to accept at first because Joe, Joe always wanted what Joe wanted, right? Joe, God, give me this specifically. Give me now the prayer is switched to from 23 to now I'm 38, you know, God, your will has to be done and uh, just use me to do your will. And uh, I found more uh, serenity, more uh, calmness. And I've really seen a lot more fruit in my life since I've changed to that mindset. Mm. Very powerful. Let's, uh, before we get into my favorite part of the show, and first off, um, I just want to say, Joe, you know, thank you for being so raw, so transparent, just vulnerable with your own, your own struggles. Um, I really, really appreciate when a guest just comes in all out. Um, So we're speaking with Joe Condit. Uh, He is the founder of CatholicSpeakers.com, the largest Catholic uh, speaker agency on planet Earth, uh, and also the founder of InspireWord.com. Uh, where you can go get encouragement uh, right now during this COVID-19 pandemic we're in. Um, So Joe, welcome to my favorite part of the show. Welcome to the confession round. Uh, This is where I'm going to ask you 10 quick fire questions. You'll have about three seconds to answer each. Don't overthink it. It's just for fun. Are you ready? All right, let's do it. What is your favorite thing about God? Uh, That he's all merciful. Thank God. What is your least favorite thing about God? Um, that he gave all these hard, to me as a Catholic, that he gave all these hard rules to follow, but I understand why, because as long as you follow home, your life's better. I wish it was much easier. <laughs> I think you just described a good dad, a good father. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What are you most afraid of? Uh, I am most afraid of losing my soul. Mm, got that. I believe we're all struggling with something at any given moment of our life. Uh, what are you struggling with right now, either professionally or personally? Well, professionally is not, I mean, obviously the, the COVID stuff, uh, our, our, the, the Bureau is hemorrhaging money and that we're having to help events pivot and learn, you know, get through this because public speaking and public gatherings is not a very popular thing right now. So that's been a huge challenge. Uh, but we're getting through it, and actually, we've seen a lot of grace out of it. You know, from from what you know, like Inspire Word, et cetera. Uh, personally, um, I, you know, I'm going to go raw and be honest with you. It's uh, the new day, way of dating. It's awful. Dating apps. To it's just the the it's almost destroyed the way courtship should be done. Uh, that's a whole other segment of your show. But that's 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 been a major for for you that got married. God bless you. You got out of the game at the right time because it's only getting more horrible. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I really get that, man. And, you know, we could do another whole show on that. Um, Christian dating, like the right way, right? Um, what did you spend way too much time doing in your 20s? Focusing on strictly business stuff and building whatever the heck I was trying to do with, you know, the different, the various uh, initiatives and, and organizations I started and, and got involved in. So what I'm hearing you say is you were chasing your will rather than God's will. Well done. See, that would, that's what makes an all-star podcast uh, over the rookies. You wrapped that in perfectly, Joseph. What secret fear do you have about people? Say that again? What secret fear do you have about people? That trust, always. People are always going to let you down. I always try and give the benefit of the doubt as we were supposed to as Christians and always, but you know, you, you're always wondering oh, what's their angle. Mm. What do you wish you had learned sooner about God? Um, I wish I would have learned that. Oh, man. 
that he's not this guy up there just looking at you like, aha, gotcha. You know, like he is a truly merciful God. And uh, one of the best sayings, I want to say this to all Christians that I was told by my confessor, the priest, he said, Joe, Joe, people don't uh, go to hell. God doesn't send people to hell. They choose hell. Man, that is so true. And we don't choose hell in one big swoop. We choose hell one small temptation at a time, mm-hmm. don't we? Right. What is a new habit you want to form? Uh, and c- continue to improve my prayer life, which even though we talked about that is what's kind of saved me, it still needs a lot of work. Um, I still miss my daily prayers, you know, uh, for whatever reason. But that is one habit that if I could master, to make sure I'm consistent and say those prayers every day, it can only better my life every way, business, personal, relationships, you name it. Mm. What's a bad habit you want to change or break? Uh, well, we would go like spiritual and then phys- physically, I, you know, I've, I, I was an athlete my whole life and I have not been working out. And that also helps your endorphins and helps you be happier. I've got to change that because I've been working so much lately. Um, and then a habit from a spiritual perspective, um, you know, not buying into, uh, you know, every time we turn again, every time we turn around, there's a, there's a, a girl in a bathing suit or, you know, not, not, what, what have you, you know, trying to think of, of, uh, you know, whether you're female or male, trying to think of the opposite sex in a more edifying way than just what the world wants from the Hollywood message is just objects. Mm. Can I gift you with something that has really served me and may serve you and all our male listeners right now? When I was struggling uh, with all those uh, physical temptations in my single life, and even now, you know, married and I have a gorgeous you know, wife, uh, but then there's still gorgeous women out there, right? Uh, so temptation is not something I can control or we can control. What we do with it is within our control. And something that has been so simple for me and has really helped, I say this very easy prayer. It's a five-second prayer anytime I see that temptation come at me. And I just simply say, Father, I surrender to you my imagination. Hmm. That's and that's, that's very important because, see, it's my imagination that takes the temptation and turns it into a sin. Mm-hmm. When my imagination runs wild with that visual image and turns it into a scene or a fantasy, now I run into that danger. So when I immediately stop it and disrupt it and say, Father, I surrender to you my imagination, he takes it like a good father. And my imagination can't do anything with it. And the thought just passes. And that has really served me well. So I don't know if that's, that's helpful to you or to any of our listeners out there, but I know us guys, we like simple, we like easy. That's a five second one for a very painful area of our lives. Joseph, that's a great piece of advice. I mean, it really is, you know, men are such visual creatures that that will help a hundred percent of men every time, everywhere. So I'm, I'm, thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. All right, back to you. Pick three words to describe who you are now. Um, oh, I, I hate talking about myself. I, Come on now. I guess I'm trying, trying to be inspirational, trying to do the right thing. So, uh, you know, and trying to be generous. How would others uh, describe you in three words right now? Uh, just pro- being real. Oh, being real? All my friends will tell you, um, uh, you know, short attention span, uh, huge heart, um, needs to communicate feelings better. 
<laughs> I, I promised myself I'd be real on this. I could, yeah, I'm not yeah. in the business of politics. I'm in the business of bringing souls to Christ, Joseph. There so, you go. And you authentic, go, yeah, authentic storytelling is what does that. Pick three words to describe who you were before you spiritually surrendered to God. Oh, man. Uh, uh, drunk, uh, party boy, um, and I would say uh, not practicing my faith. Mm, you know, those, aren't, those aren't words. I'm sorry, but I, that's you know. fine. I forgive you. <laughs> and last question, Joe, if you could come back to life after you died, look your family and friends in the eye and give them only one piece of advice about everything, life, eternity, all of it. What would you say to them? I'd, uh, I'd, I'd tell them to follow God's will. And then also tell them my grandmother always said that every single one of her 61 grandkids, which I'm the third oldest of, wherever you go, take the blessed mother with you. She was an old Italian woman. God bless her soul. And that's, that's, uh, that's what I would tell, tell my friends and family because uh, I did not in a portion of my life. And it was, you know, it was just not a very, looking back, was not a very fun time, wasn't very a fruitful time. Even though I was achieving things in the world, I was more and more unhappy every day, which, you know, it sounded like you have kind of a similar story. So. For sure. Any final wisdom? What's the one thing you want my listener to know about having a relationship with our loving father in heaven versus not? Pray, uh, know that he is all loving that, uh, you know, again, that he's not someone, not a, a being up there that's just wanting to catch you and, and, you know, taking account. Uh, yes, Christ did die for our sins, but it still falls on us to act as Christians on earth and follow his path, which, you know, me personally, I believe is the Catholic church is the blueprint he left to get to heaven. Um, uh, I, I also want to, uh, to, to, again, encourage folks to follow his will and, uh, you know, just make him the center, you know, is that my confessor told me it's, and I'm sure you've heard this before, but, um, if you keep Christ, you know, at the top and whether it's your significant other, your wife or yourself, it's, it's a perfect triangle. You know, the closer you try both try and reach toward him, the closer you'll come to each other. So that's, uh, that's just, that's the simplicity of it. That's well said, sir. All right. And what's the best way for BC nation to get in touch with you? Um, do you have anything, any projects you're working on or Absolutely. you want to invite them into? What do you got? Very simple. Come to catholicspeakers.com. If you're looking to book a professional faith-based speaker for your event, any kind, company, parish, uh, church, community, you name it, go to catholicspeakers.com, contact us. We have over 400 Christian speakers to choose from. Also, you know, if your listeners would like to come and join us on inspireword.com and just look at these messages of faith and they, we get the speakers to talk just like I'm talking with you. I realized over 14 years, I get to see these massively um, the well-known public figures behind the scene, but I'm trying to bring what I've gotten to see of these beautiful people when they're off stage and not on camera to a FaceTime style uh, situation where all their viewers and all their followers can now see them in a personal, like they're invited into their living room. So join us on inspireword.com, sign up on the mailing list. And those are the two projects I'd love for your listeners to keep in mind and, and come join us at. So it sounds to me like InspireWord really allows my listener to go behind the curtains with some of the top Christian speakers in the yeah. world. Is that and it's exactly. And it's probably gotten so popular because the same thing you're doing with me right now, you know, we're having a real candid conversation and we, we ask them say, Hey, tell stories that you've never told before or, or be open. And people just love it. It's inspiring. They, and like you said, they look at you and they think, Oh wow, they've done this in life. 
but behind closed doors, they're just like me. They struggle with the same stuff. I mean, we're all, anybody that doesn't, that doesn't or says they don't, they're lying to you. Plain and simple. It's, it's so true. So Inspire Word, uh, if I go there, my listener goes there, is there a cost for these live events? Not at all. Of course, we ask for donations and a lot of the, 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 the majority, I'm sorry, the majority of the donations go to help our speakers and it'll help us keep it going. But um, there's a donation button, but we don't even push it. I mean, it's more about them seeing the message and we believe that God will move hearts and, and, and you know, inspire, which is what it's all about. BC Nation, if you were inspired by Joe Condit, go to catholicspeakers.com, go to Inspire Word and push that donation button. Go push that button if you can. And really, you know, man, we got to take care of each other. I really do think so. I think we do. And Joe is really lifting up all these speakers and bringing them right to your living room. Um, And he's doing it free of charge to inspire you as you're going through your struggles right now, your pain, your suffering, your personal crises. So why not give back? Maybe it's a dollar. Maybe it's $5. You could do that. Who can't? Come on. So this isn't a, uh, I'm not pushing for money, but I'm saying, you know what? Let's help each other, man. Why not? All right, Joe, thank you for being on Broken Catholic, my friend. I wish you God's love, peace, and joy in your life, sir. God bless you for what you're doing, Joseph. Your, your podcast is number one for a reason, and I'm just so happy to be a part of it. Thank you so much. Cheers. BC Nation, you cannot show up authentically in your life without building faith in your business. If you want the business side of that conversation, I have another podcast called First 100K, where I interview successful entrepreneurs about how they made their first $100,000, because that's where I believe 90% of you are stuck and you can't break through. Go to first100k.com to find out how. I'm Joseph Warren. You were made for greatness. So stop being a wuss and start being a winner. Have a blessed day, and I'll see you right back here next week.